Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. behind is over but we are just getting started here on post show recaps that's right it is full spoiler recap for a binging a new season of a show every week or in this case a movie and chatting about it in full spoilery detail in one podcast i'm just Sterling. today we are discussing a movie leave the world behind it is based on the 2020 novel of the same name by ramon alam and of course i am joined here by my doomsday prep friend you know, my partner in the post-apocalyptic world, Grace Leader. Grace, how are you? People are trash. They're garbage. Who likes them? Let's Not me! <laughs> I, I never felt more seen than having Julia Roberts look out her window at a bunch of people and just be like, ugh! I do ugh. like that it's like maybe one of the most beloved people of the last like 30 years. Just being like, ugh, people suck. We're like, no, we love you. It's just like, nah, people <laughs> nah, suck. Yeah. Julia Roberts <laughs> like, nah, nah, nah. No. <laughs> Uh, of course, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so at pusherrecaps.com slash full spoiler recaps. You could also see everything we're covering if you go to pusherrecaps.com slash subscribe. There's 2023 in review happening currently all throughout the month of December. We're talking and breaking down uh, all these shows that aired this year, which there's a lot of them. And some of them, it's like, I feel like it can't possibly have aired this year because it feels like it was a very long time ago. Uh, so yeah, yeah. some are sneaky. I know there's people advocate for some shows that like aired one episode in 20. It was like the end of 2022 into 2023. So yeah. I was like, that show definitely aired this year. And they're like, that was two years ago, Grace. I'm like, oh, whoopsies. Weird. <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't be in charge of this list. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, if you want to check out everything we have going on, go there. Uh, and if you didn't watch this movie, you can watch it right now on Netflix. That's where it's available. Uh, it's about two hours and two and a half hours ish. No, it, well, it's two twenty. You get some credits. You def you could definitely skip the intro of this. Of this, <laughs> there's an intro theme. You're looking at like two ten, I think. Yeah, it's, it's long. It's, it's a long. lengthy movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and today we're going to talk about it. It's like a sci-fi post-apocalyptic thriller situation happening here i think grace the reason we decided to cover it here on pusher recaps is obviously because it is directed and produced by sam esmail and it's just like when you see that name attached to anything you're kind of like sign me up for it yeah i i do feel like we're in a little bit of a a period at the moment not that there's there's nothing else that like got dropped on streaming this week obviously like stuff gets dropped Every week, but a lot of these shows that uh, there's a lot of shows that are airing weekly at the moment that I think, but like they're not done yet. And so this movie kind of lined up perfectly with like a thing we could cover this week as we get into like a series of, of stuff that uh, I'm looking forward to covering um, in, in the upcoming weeks. But um, yeah, Sam Esmail uh, of Mr. Robot fam. He has a bit of a legacy here on post show recaps uh, as, as a showrunner of a show that's highly acclaimed in these parts and was highly covered here on Post Recap. So I'm excited to dive into Leave the World Behind. Yeah, and I would say besides that, if Sam Aspel wasn't enough to draw you in, certainly the cast of this of this movie would be. I mean, we have names Julia Roberts, Ethan Hawke, uh, Mahershala Ali, uh, a little bit of a Kevin Bacon sighting. You know, there's a there's can, a lot of famous folks in this in this movie. Can, can I tell you, Kevin Bacon and Ethan Hawke kind of look alike. And Thank I remember- you! <laughs> I, yes! I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, Ethan Hawke is in this. And then later I saw, maybe it's the other way around. I was like, oh, Kevin Bacon is in it. And then I saw the like cast list and Kevin Bacon isn't like listed in the main, like on the poster, I think. Yeah. He's listed in the main cast. And I was like, oh, maybe they get them mixed up. And then a little while later, they go, you know, I was like, oh, they're both in it. They're, that's confusing because they look alike. And they're like, yes. they don't try to make them look different in this movie. <laughs> No, here's the thing. Sometimes I have a little bit of facial blindness when it comes to white men and I won't apologize for it. Okay. They all look the same to me sometimes. Now, when we get the scene where Julia Roberts is at the grocery store and we just see like a Kevin Bacon, like doomsday prepping. I was like, wait, isn't that her husband? husband. That's Ethan Hawke. Took me a minute to figure out that it wasn't. Um, yeah. I'm so happy you said that because I was like, "Is it just me? Is it just no?" Me? They look super alike. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's a little bit of a uh, sneak preview of Leave the World Behind. We're gonna about to spoil it big time now. Yeah. So now's the time. Yeah. Get out of here if you don't want to be spoiled. But Greece, why don't you give us a little bit of a quick plot recap on what exactly goes down in this film? All right, so the movie uh, revolves around Amanda Sandberg, who's played by Julia Roberts, who takes her family on sort of a an, an unplanned, spontaneous vacation to a rented house in Long Island. Um, but their trip starts to take a strange turn as they discover there's no cell connection. Um, and there's this uh, bizarre event, including an oil ship that just drives on shore of the beach. Um, and they don't have TV or Wi-Fi signals, which greatly disappoints their daughter, Rose, who is trying to watch the series finale of Friends. <laughs> But does Rachel get off the plane? Yeah, does she get off the plane? I don't even know if she knows that she went on a plane. All right. (laughs) They encounter G.H. Scott and his daughter Ruth, who show up unexpectedly in the middle of the night and claim that the house is theirs and that they drove back to the house due to a city blackout instead of going to their apartment that would be on the 14th floor. He had knee surgery. It's all 
very sketchy and doesn't make a lot of sense. But as the, the movie unfolds, they face a series of unsettling events, including strange noises, self-driving car crashes, and Rose disappears. Um, Archie begins experience physical problems, including being able to just pull out all his teeth. Uh, yeah. And we'll GH, get into that because yeah, yeah. truly, actually yeah. one of my nightmares, and we'll yeah. talk about it. Yeah. GH reveals that there's a conspiracy involving a political coup d'etat and the deliberate disruption of technology and information flow to destroy the country within itself. Um, they struggle uh, to, uh, you know, to, to, to figure out how to resolve the situation. They go to a neighbor um, who initially refuses to help, but ultimately relents and gives Archie some medication. Um, Amanda. A thousand dollars in cash. Let's that's be clear. True. Kevin Bacon uh, the, is not a hero. Uh, the old barter system. It's not the barter system when you use cash. Um, Amanda and Ruth bond as they search for Rose, who ends up in a neighboring home with the underground bunker, finding solace and watching the last episode of the TV show Friends. Or maybe she started from the beginning. Who knows? Uh, and that's basically leaves the world behind. Um, yeah, I do think just that it is, it's a smidge too long. Um, Errol and I always talk about being like the only, you know, not the only people in the world, but we're two people who love movies and our, our critique is often there's too much movie in this movie, which is, it's, it's too long. Yeah. We want the movie to be shorter. Overall, I was pretty fascinated by this movie. Although, Jess, I'm I'm wondering in terms of like one thing that I couldn't help but think about as I was watching this is that there are this is the third year in the row, I believe, of a December apocalyptic Netflix movie. Do you know this? Yeah. So, I mean, so, I so just don't feel like we're up. in yeah. we're in the like era of apocalyptic things. I feel like we you know what it is, Grace? I think when I was like a teenagery sort of age, we were in our post-apocalyptic era. You know, we yeah. had our like Hunger Games coming out. We had all that mm -hmm. stuff. We had Divergent, right? Are we now in like our apocalyptic age? Yes, because we were because as of like 2016, people were seeing like the fracturing of American institutions. I literally saw a TikTok the other day that was like, like. When do I predict the end of the American Empire? <laughs> so he's like, I think within my lifetime, and I was like, so fun. Uh, um, <laughs> but I do, I do think so. I had this theory about television, Jess, about how over the last few years, the rise of the the the, the story of the antihero has has to a degree been far diminished from like the the height of the golden age of TV, The Sopranos, Mad Men. Uh, breaking Walter White on Breaking Bad. Obviously, all examples of mm -hmm. like an anti-hero, someone who's like not a good dude, but we're gonna watch him. And we have moved, I think, in terms of it's not that we don't tell crime stories because there was a big thing. I think remember when um, Dr. Amanda and Ariel were just, or was it Marissa? There's a group of people who were just like, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do like dropout, and then we're gonna do this one, and then we're gonna do this one. It's all like people committing crimes, and there was like yeah. we work, and, and so these like examinations into kind of like awful people, but they are not depicted as anti-heroes they're depicted as like you know the antagonist they just happen to be the main character of that story and my theory on that is like as you're watching someone like donald trump become president of the united states and try to like within the system break down like you know the systems of uh, the institutional systems that are in place you're mm -hmm. like uh oh we should probably examine how this is happening and look at people who are able to like corrupt power and now i think we're like we're like man who cares but now we're in like okay, what actually happens when, like, society breaks down? Because this is, out of yeah. the three examples I'm going to give, this is the most, like, there's a satire in Don't Look Up about the American government. This one is, like, 
this one still feels more cynical to me than don't look up. And then the other one is make some noise, which came out last December on Netflix with Adam driver. And it's also about sort of a post-apocalyptic event. So Netflix are loving these at the end. Of, they're like, how about some holiday cheer? Jess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, so I watched the trailer for this before we actually watched the film itself. So I was a little bit prepped for like, at least the general vibe of what this movie was going to be. I guess what I was most confused about was I, I felt like when we get introduced to Ruth and George or GH, however we want to, you know, call him, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it felt to me like they were very sinister, right? Yes. Like it was, it was very strange because it felt like they had something to do with what was happening to the world. The way in which they're like talking about everything made it seem like they're behind what's going on or at least that they have some idea of what's going on and so that to me the entire movie which was very long and I agree with you I feel like I would have trimmed it in certain areas because let's just face it I'm an hour and a half movie girly like if Mm. we're hitting post if we're if we're going past the two hour mark there better be reasons for it you know give me the reasons and so in this case I was a little bit like waiting for the other shoe to drop, like waiting for there to be something in which George and Ruth turn on the family or there's something where they're involved. And so the entire time I'm like, but who's the bad guy? Like who, who is it? What is happening? Who's causing all of this? We know there's like hackers involved. We know that like they've hacked self-driving cars to crash into each other and just make this huge roadway blockage. And the entire time, I don't understand how at all, George and Ruth are involved. Now, I do think it's like an interesting commentary on like the population, whether it's American or just the human population in general, and what happens when things start going wrong, who's willing to help, who's willing to like hurt other people to get what they want, right? That is all very fascinating. I think I think the problem is that I'm simply a rose, you know? I just want to watch my series finale. Like, I am her. I'm waking my mom up and be like, Mom, there's no Wi-Fi. I need to know what's going to happen to Ross and Rachel. Please, can we sort this out? I Dad said like there'd Rose- be unlimited scream time on vacation. <laughs> That's what like- a bogus. Rose is yeah. the one who just knows what's up, you know? She yeah. sees the deer coming out of the woods, and she's like, That's a little weird. No one listens to me. I, you yeah. know what, Grace? There's just something in my youngest child you know, being essence that Mm. connects with Rose on a fundamental level of like, no one's listening to me because they don't take me seriously and they should be. And I relate to Archie because I love pulling my teeth out. Okay. Can we talk? (laughs) We need to talk about this. No, no, hold on. No, no, that's good. Cause I want to talk about, I want to, I want to rebut the point that you, okay. Yes. But don't let me forget about the teeth things. We're going to have to talk about that. As if we could forget about the scene where it's going to be in like plagued, tattooed onto my brain for life. Grace. As if, as if we could forget the scene. Okay. <sighs> I actually love that G.H. Scott and Ruth are actually not sinister. I love the setup, the setup of the movie, which is there's a blackout, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no nothing, whatever. And these two strangers come and they are, they're two black people. And she, Julie Roberts' character, is like, no, I don't trust this situation. I inherently don't trust 
what is happening and what there's no pictures of you in this house. You say you have a wife, your wife's not here. You, you don't have your ID, all of this stuff. I said that this movie is really cynical. I actually, that's actually, I think I actually misspoke, Jess. I think I said a thing that was wrong. Cause oh, I actually wow. think already in a corrections corner, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I actually think that this movie is actually super, super optimistic about mm -hmm. at least these people that we met and their ability to come together when they are supposed to panic, when they are supposed to turn on each other. They do not do that. Even mm -hmm. Danny, I know you don't want to give Kevin Bacon credit, but he does give the medication. He does. He does help his neighbor out even if it comes at the expense of a thousand dollars he does do that dollars like nobody, i would give some antibiotics for a thousand dollars you know sure nobody shoots each other nobody the 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 most you know the closest we get is like the deer confronting the family but like julie roberts like amanda like actually like realizes Mm -hmm. how wrong it was for her to have that instinct because in the worst situation possible you need you need people you need okay but you need other people yeah. here's my question though because i'm like famously i'm stranger danger right if someone's like knocking on my door ringing my doorbell generally i'm not going to answer i will peek out my window and see if you're someone i know and if you're not someone i know i'm simply not going to answer maybe that changes if i'm staying at an airbnb and i'm like this isn't my home i should probably check what's going on I had all of the same inclinations that Amanda did, which is you're coming to this house in the middle of the night. You're mm -hmm. saying you're a certain person. I certainly would ask for identification to at least confirm that they're say that they are who they're saying they are. I would be very skeptical. And I also would be very uncomfortable with sharing a house with people. I do not know, especially if my children are there. So I feel like in a like movie situation, Amanda's instincts are spot on because in a scary movie, you're like, lock the doors, shut it down, let nobody in. So in my like brain where I'm watching a thriller movie, which could equate to like scary, I'm like, don't let anybody in the house. You know, that's my, all my signals are going off. But then like, you're disappointed that they're, they weren't turned out to be bad people and kill the family, right? Not oh, no, I'm not. Family. Sorry. I'm not disappointed. I was just like waiting for the heel turn because I, because of the conversations between Ruth and George, it felt like there should have been one. I wasn't like disappointed there wasn't one. It was more of, I was with Amanda and she's very rude at times, but I was with her general philosophy on stranger danger and don't let randos into my house when I don't know them. And like, I feel like Ethan Hawke, like Clay, he's just talking out of turn. He's talking out his butt nine times out of 10. Like, Paul, Paul, you guys need to get on the same page before he's like, yeah, sure. Come on in. Why not? Maybe once he has the key to like the liquor cabinet and he like proves who he says he is, I'm a little bit more relaxed about the whole situation. But like when you come in and you're like, yeah, we just thought staying at our own house that strangers were staying in instead of finding a hotel was the right. So move. the reason he can't, he can't confirm his identity is because he doesn't bring his wallet, which right. he does because he does actually know that there is, he doesn't know for sure that something is happening, but all the signs point to something happening. So, right. in, and in his mind, if he comes, it's almost like, I think that if he comes and he's like, so I need to stay here because like actually the world might collapse. I feel like that's actually, I think everybody's instincts in this movie are that everybody else is going to betray them and that everybody mm -hmm. else is not going to. And actually GH like does have this instinct of like, if I do tell them that they will not, 
it's such a wild thing, right? Like it's such a, of course they won't believe him. Yeah. They won't believe me. And I will especially not, not cynical Amanda, you know, like she's, and I, one of the moments that I really liked in this film that I thought they did a good job with was some of the, again, I did think the, the runtime was a little long, but some of the quieter moments, right. We get this interaction between GH and Amanda where they're like drinking together. They seem to be bonding yeah. and they, they go to like, <laughs> they go in his like a very extensive record collection and yeah. find a very old record that was Ruth's and just put it on and like dance. Yeah. And this I thought was really interesting, Grace, because I mean, I feel like we have there's so much talk, especially I think like in the parent world of like screen time. Is it rotting our brains? And, you know, like, is there something to be said about like, hey, let's set our phones down for a second and connect on a human level. Right. Mm -hmm. I did enjoy those moments of the movie where we get the slowdown between GH and Amanda. My question is. We get a lot of references to GH wife's and or GH's wife and Ruth's mother. And like they're very uh critical and cynical of like, is she even alive at this point? Because she's not there with them. And it's a question of like, where is she and is she okay? You know, so where do you land on like what's going on with the wife? Is she okay or did she die in like all the massive bombings that we see towards the end of the movie? Um I okay. This would be a. I'm gonna like give an answer that maybe is not great because it's. I'm if if you're giving me my uh, like my personal opinion as the movie watcher, I think she is dead. I think she's dead. If I the all all odds point to if you're in a plane as all this stuff happens, you're probably dead. Probably everybody who was in a plane died, right? Yeah. As a movie watcher, as like a as a movie critic, uh doesn't matter it's more fun to not know and to not get confirmation and that's where this movie i think for me is 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 where it's like really effective is in the limiting of information and why we don't get certain information like literally like you know cement but like everyone's in the dark <laughs> in the movie yeah including the deer who are like seemingly traumatized by everything that's happening and maybe you just want to attack any human that's nearby to stop the screeching from happen because they probably assume it's like it must be Julia Roberts who's doing the screeching. That's my theory on the deer is that they're just mm -hmm. like panicked and don't know what to do. The flamingos too. The but, fl yeah, that's where I was like, because the deer I get, because again, they're like out on Long Island and if they're in a rural park, yeah, okay, deers are like grouping up and they're exploring. But like, what the hell are flamingo doing in the pool? Like, that was wild. Yeah, I assume they're like from a zoo or something, I guess. I don't know. I guess that would make sense. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's just so fascinating. And I do like the, I mean, obviously they they fall into the never split the party. I don't know how many times I must say this. Never split the party. You stay together. If you think you're in a scary movie, you don't leave your partner behind. Yeah, but uh, you're not, don't think you're in a scary movie, Jeff. They just I think always this think I'm in a scary life. movie, Grace. No. When you have anxiety, you think everything is a scary movie. Yeah. So I just, sorry, you want to, splitting the party. Don't split the party. <laughs> yeah, don't split the party. But I did, again, I liked the results of splitting the party, though, because we also, also get this really interesting pairing of Ruth and Amanda. And from minute one, Amanda has like no patience for Ruth. She basically is like, "Why are you back sassing me? <laughs> like, why are you why are you always back talking, child?" Uh, so I I really enjoyed their uh, their like moments together, especially speaking of the deer, when all these deer are like seemingly going to attack Ruth. Maybe Amanda just comes in and <laughs> yeah, screams. I- yeah, I think I for me, my interpretation of that is like the deer don't know why this is happening. There are humans nearby. Let's just go attack these humans because maybe that will stop that'll stop yeah. the thing from the happening. Noise, yeah. they're, they're making the noise and it's like pre- are the the oldest you missed the did you not see the Netflix deleted scene where the, the deer the deer mom is like, My son is pulling out his teeth and there's a scene of a deer <laughs> pulling out all of his teeth. You didn't it's, see that one? Can we talk about the teeth now? Yeah, because sure. We can talk about the teeth. Yeah. I will say as someone who's had nightmares where my teeth are falling out for seemingly no reason and like literally almost exactly what uh what Archie that's the son's name right what he's doing is what i have dreamt is happening to me it was so so messed up to watch it and i also was like i don't understand why like is it the bug like what bug causes this like, what is happening? Why is he doing this? This is where I guess I was a little confused on, like, what exactly the genre was. Because this, I guess, is, like, the sci-fi supernatural sort of aspect of, like, what exactly is causing this? Because the deer, you can explain away, like you're saying, right? Like, you can explain, like, oh, it's the shrill noises. They're not, they're confused. They're going to just attack because they're animals. But what is causing Archie to just rip it? He just wakes up and he just sees they're just coming out of his face. Do you, are you familiar? It's referenced in this movie, but like the, the Havana Cuba, like, like a uh, neuro weapon attacks. Are you familiar with these? Oh yes. Yeah. They mentioned that it would, it might cause that, but I was just like, so why only him? Yeah. So this is like, well, it's the, you know, I think in, in my, it's like, our human bodies don't all react the same. This is why like medicine is actually really hard. Like, like I, I, I work at a diabetes charity. So it's like a lot of times people will be like, how is there not like one way in which we manage diabetes is because like diabetes is incredibly complicated and like the mm-hmm. way it affects one person isn't the way it affects another. Someone might get nerve damage and another person might get like high blood pressure or their kidneys might, you know, reduce in function. So I think like here, it's like Archie is just like super susceptible maybe to this, like, you know the 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 sound thing which is like affecting his like 
brain. It could also be like stress that like causes his, you know, whatever this reaction is. And again, it's like, it's pretty extreme. And I, you know, again, it's a movie and like, I don't know if it's like, like, I don't think anybody from the Havana attacks, like were able to pull out their teeth. I think it was more like they had like severe headaches, vertigo, dizziness, loss of Mm -hmm. cognitive function. Like they weren't half able to like function. Um, uh, There's also a thing in Canada. I don't know if you've heard about the, um, the weird neuro uh, um, disease thing that's like in New, I think it's in New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. I can't remember which maritime province, but there's a bunch of like cases and the government's basically like, no, no, it's nothing. But like the more they research it, they're like, no, it seems like everybody who like maybe ate lobster out here, like got like a disease. That's horrifying. Yeah. So um, anyway, like I do feel like there is the, anyway, the (laughs) (laughs) moving on from your trauma anyway. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's just, you know, it's partially like, you know obviously it's like a movie you know thing to have him like oh he's the one who has his team but then he needs attention and it is to like split the party of like we're gonna go get medical attention from danny which is fair rose very fair to like split the party when your child's teeth are falling out like i get it but yeah they constantly are amanda's like constantly oh i'm worried about the children but then the children are always off doing shenanigans like hey let's just walk around the woods and can i just say I'm a little happy that it was Archie that had the the teeth situation because he's such a douche to his sister. (laughs) He is the worst older brother. And as someone who has an older brother who would do stuff like this to me, he once lied to me and told me that if all my eyelashes fell out, I wouldn't be able to blink. And I was actively crying at the moment and then crying caused more eyelashes to fall out. And so I thought I wasn't going to be able to blink and then I would die or something. Um, Archie posed this kind of nonsense with Rose and I was not here for it. I was very uh-huh. upset with him. She's 13. She's very impressionable. They're out in the woods alone. There's an apocalyptic event happening. Don't be a douche to your sister, Archie. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't have a rebuttal to that. No, I, I don't think he's the worst older brother ever. I think there's some worse older brothers. No, I in mean, the context certainly. of this movie, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do want to talk a little bit because I think like I I think I actually understand. I think I I think I love all of the themes of like I, I like the setup for like we don't trust you. And then all of the complications about like withholding of information and why they're all doing that. Um, and, and the eventual confrontation with like Danny about needing the medication. I, li- I really like all of that. I like that as a commentary on again, I think like an actual optimistic viewpoint of what might happen because this is I mean. Mahershala Ali's character, GH, like he he voices it. He gets in the car and he's like, I think the plan, like I've heard about this. And the plan is to like let the country destroy itself from the inside. That like right. everybody by with no communication, with nothing, what will happen? Like there's another version of this movie. The cynical version of this movie is Amanda and Clay kill gh and ruth or gh and ruth kill them like ruth then ruth then gets her teeth pulled out and they have to go to danny and then like one danny dies because they are able to like steal the medication like that's the cynical version of this movie but that's not what this movie does it's like nope actually if people work together you could actually survive the threat of some whatever foreign power is like disrupting the power grid of america and like the infrastructure of america yeah right yeah and i think i think you're right and there's also what i do like about it is like we have multiple points at which the the characters could have made a different decision that like you said would be a little bit more of like a cynical world worldview right like gh leaving ruth right is like exactly please don't leave and he's like we have we have to help each other in this moment like i might not come back but like 
I think I will. And because I trust them and I'll come back. And we'll right. Again. And like there, there are multiple ones where like, obviously the very beginning, Amanda and Clay have the option of refusing GH and Ruth entry. Right. And yeah. then on the flip side, we have the exact same situation, but reversed where Amanda and Clay and the family are like, we're getting out of here. We don't like it. We're going to go try to figure something out. They run into like the, the highway jam of self-driving cars yeah. and nearly die and then end up back on the doorstep and they let them in. They don't yeah. have to let them in. You yeah. know, that is their home. And they're like, I don't care what Airbnb says. Airbnb is gone. You know, get out of here. Yeah. But they do. They let them back in. They're there to help each other. So I agree with you. Like there is a moment where there's a very upbeat ending um, to the Well, I want to talk about I want to talk about the ending because I yes. don't know that the ending entirely like it, it to a degree there is this notion of like she finds solace in friends and she does get to go and do it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> but like, I don't know, if, like the ending to me does feel abrupt. It's very funny in a movie that I think this is happens a lot where I'll be like, the movie was too long, but also it was missing this. And so for me, like she finds the, the bunker and she does, she does turn it on and she does watch it. Um, but I don't know what it's supposed like, is it and it can honestly just be that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny that I she finds the was, bunker and turns on friends. But is that it? I mean, here's the thing Rose is the smartest of us all. Okay. She's the one. <laughs> I who love when she talks about watching West Wing. I love it. Yes. She says only the Sorkin seasons. Yeah. So funny. Um, yes. Again, uh, as as someone who's podcasting on a television and movie network, of course we love Rose, right? Um, but I I love the ending. I actually think the ending makes a lot of sense where she's the one who finds the bunker. And instead of alerting literally anyone or doing literally anything else, she's like, yeah, but I need to finish this other thing first. Like, I need to see the finale for Friends. And I do think, and it's pretty ironic considering this is airing on Netflix, it does say something about physical media, right? And, like, the fact that she's not going to get to finish that series. She's not going to have that closure that she's seeking in the world without technology until she finds a physical copy of the DVD to watch that finale. So I thought that was really fascinating that that is the way they chose to end it. That it is just Rose on her own, finally completing a quest that she's the simply the only one who cares about it. You know, the entire movie, all she cares about is friends and watching the finale. And she finally gets to complete it at the end of the movie. I don't know exactly like social commentary wise, like wh what, what it means, but I gotta say, I liked it, especially the like, I loved it. it was I so loved good. It. I loved it. I, I, I think there's a, there is a, a, a read of it where you could say that like, she's the only one who is willing to fully confront that danger is imminent. She's the only one. She's like, the, as you said, she's like, hey, the deer are acting weird. She's like, hey, the, the Wi-Fi isn't working. And I know it's just because I want to watch Friends, but like, it is pretty bad that like the Wi-Fi is not working and I can't turn on my screen. She's the only one constantly being, where everyone else is like, let's let's see. Like, you know, and, and HG I think does know, but he's like withholding information because he doesn't want, he almost doesn't want to like speak the truth. It's not until he's talking with Amanda that late night where they're actually having a connection where now he kind of like, maybe even like, you know, is romantically interested mm -hmm. in her is like the read that I write when they're dancing. And she's like, I have a husband um, that he's willing to be like, I think actually maybe this is like a government conspiracy. And then it's after he's helped 
Clay and Archie that he like tells Clay like this is what I think is fully happening. Yeah. But Rose is basically like saying it the whole time. And so is there a world where like this just proves that she actually has the best instincts and actually just like going after like acknowledging the problem head on actually does give you the things like it, it saves you even if saving you means you get to watch the, the finale of Friends? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't think know. Maybe that's I, anything, I just but. think there's so much there and I don't think it's any I don't think the ending necessarily means like any one thing in particular, right? I feel like looking at it as like, it's the show friends. Why would they choose friends? One, it makes sense because it's, it had its heyday in the nineties, but then it, once it came onto street, certain streaming oh. networks. Oh my also, God. I, I figured it out. You I'm figured so out the whole ending. Yeah. What is the thing that she's trying to watch? Jess, the friends finale. No, no. Sorry. Oh. What is she Wait, trying to watch? A finale. No. The other Wait, one. what? What show? <laughs> oh, friends. friends. What do you need to survive the apocalypse? Friends. Oh my god, it's so brilliant. Well, that's I mean, listen, like there's something to be that's said it, right? about the fact that it is like a very upbeat, very I will say a very happy finale as well. Not to spoil the series finale of friends, but like it ends on a happy note. And and get up. Oh my god, and who was on a plane? Break did she get off the plane? plane? No, did she get off the plane? Her oh. his wife. Oh yes, the mom. Did she get off the plane? Did, Did she, get she get off the, off the plane? plane? Yes, that's what they yes. want to know the answer to. Holy and, crap, that's really good. And Rose really doesn't have any friends this entire movie, right? Her yeah. friends are Rachel and Phoebe and Ross that's and right. Joey, you know, and all of all of the friends and Chandler, all the friends. And so it makes sense to me. Also, is there something? Okay, I love looking at people's names as like, does this mean anything? Rose. Rose yeah, that's the same woman who was, who was on the Titanic. Wait, what? <laughs> we did it! <laughs> She's like, that's, I found the pearl of the it, ocean or whatever it's called. The pearl, it's been yeah. 86 years. You know? It's been 86 years <laughs> since the bombing occurred, and I've watched Friends 86 times. And I've I've only watched the first half of the Titanic because they only have the first VHS. They don't oh, have the second. No. So yeah, I do think there's something to that. Oh, that's the like, metaphor, huh? You know, I you don't need know. friends if they all go their separate way and they don't become friends. They don't save each other. They probably all die. He doesn't get like Clay needs. Uh, basically, without I know Clay does the like I'm doing what what you would do if we were on the in the opposite end. I'm like I'm refusing to relent, and mm -hmm. I, I'm begging you. I love that scene. Thought it was so good. Um, it was tough because I thought that there was the same actor talking back and forth to each other, but it was really good. Um, but um, but um, uh, they like need each other. And so the idea is like, what gets you through the apocalypse? It's it's friends in the books. And yeah, and then there's the don't get off the plane metaphor. Actually, that's like pretty brilliant. I wonder if the book uh, it has Rose. Um, I did. I was looking at an interview um, <laughs> with Sam Esmail about the movie. And I think he says that Friends is mentioned, but it's not like as big of a deal um, in the book as it is in in this movie. But I anyway, think we it, figured it, it out as we were talking. That's interesting. Yeah. That's I fun. like what the conclusion we came to. But I think it's great. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm not going to think anything else. Nope. That's it. I'm done thinking. <laughs> yeah. um, but overall, I do think the movie had, I, I mean, listen, I, I didn't pause i mean i paused the movie like one time but it's a long movie and i had to like get a snack but like i didn't like piecemeal okay, also, this <laughs> also just to spoiler it we did know we were recording today so we also did have to watch it today. <laughs> we did have to watch it today but yeah. i will say like if there, it wasn't like i it wasn't uh, 
wasn't like pulling teeth oh. uh, to get me to finish the movie. But uh, I do think there were times where it could have been a little shorter and a little bit tighter. But overall, I think it was very interesting and certainly a movie that made me think, right? It made me wonder. And that's, you know, I think that's kind of Sam Essence's like bread and butter is like, we gonna make you think. <laughs> I, I totally agree. I think that's why I love this movie. Like, I think that, um, like, I think for me, that's why it worked. Like, I was thinking the whole time. I thought it was just, I don't know. I just thought it was like so thought provoking and interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I do think like it has, um, I do think it has like a unique take on the, not that there isn't this, like there's so much of this, but what I, you know, you were like, who's the enemy? And I kind of love that. Like the enemy is supposed to be, it's all these, it's like the external pressure to turn on, on each other and they don't. And I think that that's like, it's a, for me, it's a really unique movie. I think will sit with me for mm -hmm. a long time. No. Should we get into some superlatives with this let's, film? Let's do it. So we we kind of talked around it a little bit, but we usually do have for uh, for most shows, we also include like the best scene. Do you have anything that stands out to you as your favorite scene in this film? Yeah, I do. I, do, I think I like Clay trying to get Danny to give them the medication. And specifically when they the two of them point their guns at each other, um, uh, GH and Danny, and then Clay gets them to stop. And he's saying the line of like, I am do like you said, if the shoe is on the other foot, you wouldn't do this. But, but I, I know that I'm doing what you would do if you're in this situation, which is like being, be unrelenting in like the, you're like begging for it. And then it also, for me, probably has one of the funny lines of the movie, which is like, where he's like, I always knew like the, we'd get to the barter system. He's like, well, you paid money. So it's not really the barter system. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really like that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think I'm going to choose the scene between Amanda and GH. I just felt like that really broke down Amanda's walls and she's quite a prickly character. Yeah. And I felt like I re I really enjoyed the kind of tension, but connection between them. And they're both kind of like, Oh, we're both married. And then he, he is married of course, but there's a question of like, is my wife even alive anymore? I just thought there was so much there. And again, getting to see Julia Roberts, like shake her groove thing um, yeah. was very entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I really liked that scene, but obviously an honorable mention to pretty much any scene with Rose talking about friends, because I, well, I, think enjoyed that, that. I think the last moment of the movie is like, you know, the last where she's so like good. wandering through the house, she finds the thing and she puts on friends. It's really good. I was like looking for it on the on the shelf to see if I could find it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh all right. Best character in this film. I think this is a tough one because I think most of these characters are pretty fascinating. And it's a very short, you know, there's not a ton of characters. So they're all yeah. great. I I do have three though. I, I think for me it's between Julia Roberts as Amanda, Mahershal Ali as GH, or uh Farah McKenzie as Rose. I think are like the three uh Lee's and you, I you just I, named like three of the six characters. There's seven, actually. <laughs> There's also Clay, Ruth, Archie, and Danny. So <laughs> I'm just giving you my podium finish. I think I would give Rose a bronze. And then I I you know what? I just love Julie Roberts so much. I love her. I, I can't I she's so good. What she what she do? I know she did Homeland. The last thing that like Sam asked and I believe directed and wrote that got picked up. I think he did a pilot for a show that didn't get picked up i think the last thing he's directed and produced is that homecoming show with julia roberts um and so he returns here to like you know make this mm -hmm. movie with her which she executive produced um 
she's so good she's so good if you haven't watched um uh oh, what's her movie from last year rom-com with Clooney um I'm just going to pull it up really quickly. It's called Ticket to Paradise. And it was, mm. it's not the best movie ever, but her and George Clooney are very fun in a rom okay. So I love Julia Roberts. I'm going to give Julia Roberts my best character point. I am going to go with the character I connected most with. Uh, the character with which I, th- I think they had just the best killer instinct of all the characters. And I'm going to go with Rose. The deer. I loved oh. Rose. Mm. I thought that she... First of all, I connect with a character who's the youngest child who doesn't feel like people listen to her. Don't take her seriously. She had, like, the right instincts. And I love a completionist girly. She yeah. is like, yeah. I need to watch the I need to watch the final episode. It means everything to me. Yeah. Uh, give me Rose. She was incredible. I thought she was really fun. Totally fair. Yeah. And someone we haven't talked enough about, though, is uh, uh, my halab uh, as, as Ruth Scott. Because I think... She's great. I, I, I do love her. I in industry. I think uh shout out to her in industry because she does an incredible job on that show. Uh, she's so really good. She's that out. She's in industry. She's also um was in an uh one I don't know. I, it's not everyone loved this one. I loved it. The episode of Black Mirror she's in. Oh yes, um, yep. She's in Dumb Money and she was in Bodies, 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 which came out last year. She's really good. I think she's like on the cusp of like being a big breakout star. So I hope so because I think she's really talented and I thought the character of Ruth was really interesting in this film like I felt like it was I liked that similarly to Amanda she kind of has like a little bit of a prickly exterior and you're not quite sure if you're supposed to like her or not yeah uh but but yeah Rose gets my point just for being just you know what I love someone who loves friends so I love Rose fair enough um let's go to it is a thriller so I think we have to go to the most thrilling moment what are you going to give a point to grace for the most thrilling moment of the movie i'll say the scene where gh and ruth show up and it, and you can tell that they're like it's not well i guess you can't tell that they're lying but it certainly seems like they're lying and more and more information and like when she's like can i see your id and he's like oh man i forgot my wallet like i mm-hmm. just left it the 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 going up 14 flights of stairs like thing like doesn't really it's that is a lie right he is lying he doesn't want to go to the city because it's more dangerous than like going to right. his, like house out in the country so like yeah i think that for me that's that's um and i think that that sets up the rest of the movie really well where it's like yeah they are hiding things and or or whatever but it but it like comes from a place of like he actually just doesn't know and wants to and wants to you know he just wants to make sure he's he's safe you know mm-hmm. anyway yeah um yeah i'm going to give my point to the scene where the boat comes ashore that to me was like the first moment of the film where i was just like what is going on like this is very scary even though it's kind of like okay an oil ship washes ashore like everyone is able to no one seems to be injured everyone seems okay but it was just so disturbing and so weird and wild that that would happen, especially when shout out again to my girl Rose who sees it coming and she's like, that ship's getting closer. Like it's definitely getting closer. Uh, it just left me with like a very icky feeling, uh, like a pit in my stomach in ways that I can't quite nail down, but it, it was just, it was very unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. Totally fair. Um, and then Grace, what do you have this week for the, uh, for your superlative for this? I got two. Show most likely to make sure I own physical media. Yep. Good one. And show most likely to make me distrust deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it the 
show most likely to have my reoccurring nightmare that my teeth are falling uh, out. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was awful. I never need to see that again. I hope I never see that again. I really hope I don't have that nightmare tonight. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Right. Mm-hmm. So this movie does have a theme song, Jess. It, it, it the like Friends did. Theme song? No, it did have like it had like a whole. Oh, and it also we didn't we didn't talk about the the act one act two oh, uh, yeah. of it all. It was that I want I don't know I mean neither of us have read this book obviously, but I'm wondering if that was part of the the Could book be. that they incorporated. I thought it was interesting at the very least to kind of have these like earmarked moments. I as somebody who I I love checking the time on a on a movie even when I'm in the movie theater and I'm like constantly like trying to see if I can check my phone without anybody yelling at me uh, just to check the time I actually sneaky I actually check my insulin pump and then if anybody says like hey turn off your phone I'd be like actually it's a life saving device so <laughs> this, this was a as a real thing about me um, I love checking the time I do kind of like when it's like yeah part whatever because I do feel like it, it like provides me a little bit of that sense of like oh that's where we are in the movie and I know that sounds so stupid but I like it yeah yeah, yeah I, I liked it too I liked it as like a like a just little benchmark of this is where we are in the movie um but yeah uh to the point of the theme song so are we going to include this one on our on our theme song ranking Grace well I don't remember it at all so I think it's it doesn't total- there's like yeah there's like not a ton there there yeah the problem is that we only watch it once instead of watching it like seven times like we normally seven or eight times like we would in a normal week so I really don't remember it at all it's so early in the movie so I don't yeah know. i think it has to go in like fine or skippable i think yeah i would put it at the bottom of skippable i think because sure. i don't sure. i don't remember it uh, okay so leave the world behind is going in the skippable uh tier and then we got to talk about what we're watching next grace because we're going we're back to our old shtick we're going back to uh back to a show um we're gonna be covering fellow travelers which is a mini series uh, it is labeled as a historical romance political thriller. My favorite genre. <laughs> um, it's it is already airing. It is it has been airing weekly since end of October. Uh, it is on Showtime. If anybody is curious to to check it out with us, uh, I'm excited. It's, a, it's also it's, based on a book. Yeah, it's a queer romance story, I believe. So I'm Who excited with Matt that? with Matt Bomber. So I'm excited. I love Matt Bomber. Yeah, no. so it should be really fun. I'm excited. I love a mini series because you know they're not going to like leave it on a cliffhanger because you're like, you promised, you mm-hmm. promised mini series, wrap mm-hmm. it up. So I'm excited to watch this. Same. Eight episodes seems pretty easy to binge. So. Yeah, um, yeah. So it airs on Sunday night, so it wraps December seventeenth. Um, so, but you could uh, watch it. It's a Showtime show. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think also um, if you have Paramount Plus, I believe you can get like an add-on for Showtime. So, if you want to watch it that way as well, I wonder if the show option. is doing Showtime loves a Friday streaming release. Oh, they really they... do. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. So check Let's it out. Look. Yeah. Um. Oh, hey, guess where they filmed, Grace? Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. I remembered yeah. how to say it. Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're fake. I think we're fake Washington this time. Yeah. Oh, fun. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're watching next week. Feel free to join us as a reminder. Don't forget to subscribe. Pusherrecaps.com slash full spoiler recaps, or you want to see everything we're covering. Just go to pusherrecaps.com slash subscribe. We love ratings and reviews. They help us so much. Of course, if you want your podcast to be ad free, Sign up to be a patron. Posterrecaps.com slash Patreon is the way to do so. 
Uh, Grace, what do you have going on in the meantime? Yeah, I'm watching Fargo, The Crown, The Curse, and movies each week with Ariel. Um, this week we will be covering, I think, The Boy and the Heron, um, which is a Miyazaki film. Uh, it's really good. It's worth watching. Um, and then I believe Yellowstone, we're on a little bit of a Yellowstone hiatus. Um, and then we are, what's the opposite of a hiatus where they, where we have to watch 10 episodes of TV in three weeks. That's, that's like nothing a to binge. us, Jess. That's <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. All 10 episodes of, of Yellowstone are airing on CBS in three weeks in January. So I think February is their new lineup. So they're like, yeah, we could cram one more season in. Gotcha, it's going to yeah. be tight. <laughs> there's literally it's literally three episodes three episodes two episodes on a sunday two episodes on a monday like the last like each week what? there is three to four episodes who did this planning who planned this there cbs you know? jeff probes probably yeah jeff probes is the one who's like this is how it's gonna be done but he loves yellowstone um he definitely loves yellowstone uh, meanwhile, you can find me at the Jess Sterling over here on Pusher Recaps. I'm just I'm just hanging out doing full spoiler recaps. But a quick shout out to the Six Feet Under podcast. I am writing the quick plot recaps for that podcast, and I'm just so enjoying it. If if you never Six Feet Undered, please do. First of all, it is like talk about HBO prestige television. Like that is it. That is uh, on the like Mount Rushmore of HBO series, in my opinion. So definitely check that out. Ariel and Amanda are doing an incredible job just, over there. How what? dare you? You. What? What you appeared do? on the murder mystery in TV. Your review pod. Hey, <laughs> oh, spoilers. Spoilers for the first five minutes of that podcast. Jess is on the full podcast. She joined us. It was a great conversation. I was. Check I had so much to say about mystery television. Yeah. Um, and then uh, over on Shit 90 Shows taught me we're covering Felicity. Felicity still loses her mind. Like literally every week I can say that she loses her mind and it's always true. Um, so check that out. And then we're covering some Christmas content. We watched Jack Frost. Um, Jack Frost is unhinged. That movie, I don't know how it got made. I don't know who was like, this seems like a good idea. Um, it's unhinged. It's really funny. Uh, it's supposed to be sad. I think it's more funny than sad at this That's point in our lives. The one where Michael Keaton is Jack Frost, right? Yeah, he's a snowman who comes who comes he's a person, he dies and he comes back to life as a snowman. So I did I did this to Sarah last week. I was like, have you done this one? She's like, Yeah, I was like, what about this one? Yeah, what about this one? I just named it. Have you done Snow Day? I don't even know what that is. Snow oh. Day. Oh Snow Chevy, Day. Chevy movie. Chase, Gene Smart. Yeah. That's it's a about 2000 a... film. That's why we oh, it. what a bummer. What a bummer. I know. This anyway. is we have rules, you know. Yeah. Uh uh yeah unless I'm, I'm just looking it had to be oh it was released in november interesting or not november february that's interesting that's very close that looks like it should be a whole um christmas theme christmas well it's not really christmas themed it's more it's like snow themed snow themed yeah gotcha. there's a giant snow day and then chaos ensues it's re it was really fun as a kid like very did you know there's a musical one. remake grace i did not know <laughs> A musical remake was released in 2022 on paramount plus you can watch it Always good when a movie that has a 5.1 on IMDb gets the musical remake. <laughs> and your favorite actor is in a Chevy Chase. I believe he plays a weatherman, I believe. If I'm not if I'm not wrong. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh yeah. So check us out over there at Shit 90 Spod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh and yeah, that's all we have this week. Make sure to join us next week for fellow travelers. Until then, you've been fully spoiled. And you've been fully remade. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.